Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome to the show and good morning. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. On Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock, those of us out here, on the West Coast on NFL Network, is the premiere of Joe Theismann, A Football Life. The one-hour show has sit-down interviews with Joe, with Art Monk, Joe Gibbs, Lawrence Taylor, and more. It is going to be phenomenal. Cannot wait to see it. You should check it out. And it's a, it's a treat, as it always is, but certainly with that just a few days away, to have our friend Joe Theismann on the show right now. Hey, Joe, good morning, and congrats on the, on the, uh, on the doc. That sounds really exciting. Bill, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And just hearing you say it, I just like uh, sort of still in a state of disbelief that I was honored to have this opportunity to be able to have them do a football life on me. I mean, I've watched so many of them. Uh, and it's, you know, it's so incredible what you learn about so many different players, things that people really never knew. And I, I think people are going to find the same thing with this one with me. Uh, there's parts of my life that, um, you know, a lot of people don't know about. And, and so, I'm flattered. I'm honored and flattered that the uh, NFL would do this. Joe, I'm always interested in folks who have these sorts of specials done, like we'll we'll see on NFL Network or who write autobiographies. When they, you know, you have to pause and you have to really focus on your life and, and look backwards. How was that? Was it inspiring? Was it a little frightening? Was it was it emotional? Was it surreal? What was the what was it like for you to to be part of a process that really takes look at you and your career? Bill, all of the above. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I went back to my I went back to my old high school, uh, went back to the house I grew up in, which was an incredible experience. The uh, the lady that lives there, uh, she had just lost her husband uh, a month before, and she was kind enough to let us come into the house. And her husband was a huge Elvis fan, and you know, I'm, I'm a huge Elvis fan as well. And just to be able to walk into that house and, it, gosh, I could, I could see my grandmother sitting in the chair and I could hear my mom in the kitchen. And, and it, I mean, we're talking a really, really small little house. And there was, you know, there was a, a, a little yard where we used to have our little wiffle ball games and our football games because my cousin Billy lived right next door. And, you know, Billy was the guard on the basketball team with me. He was the second baseman. I was the shortstop on the baseball team when we were in high school together. So getting back to my high school, and of course, Drew Pearson um, came up, came up too. And Drew was my wide receiver in high school. And I was, you know, blessed to be able to have someone with such great talent. And the thing about Drew is 
I, you know, I, the first pass he caught was a 61-yard touchdown pass in high school. And he, the way he ran in college, the way he ran as a Dallas Cowboy was the same way he ran as a South River Ram. Um, it was, it, his gait never changed all those years. And then having a chance to go back to RFK Stadium and, and uh, you know, spend some time with Lawrence there, and that brought back incredible memories as well. That, that is amazing. Uh, Joe Theismann, A Football Life, again, premieres Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern on, on NFL Network, 6 p.m. Pacific time out, out here on the, uh, on the West Coast. Joe, I can't, wait, I can't wait to see it. It'll just be a, a continuation of what has felt like an overwhelming amount of emotional, excellent football all the way around since we got going last Thursday, and it continued yesterday with a really interesting and really compelling Monday night football game. I, I tend... Joe, try to try not to even form strong views of the NFL for two or three weeks. It just feels like everything's murky for a while. Do you feel like you, as an expert and a former quarterback, know anything about the Russell Wilson era or, or the Denver Broncos era with Russell Wilson after last night's game? I do not. I probably know less more than I thought I would know going into this game. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, coaching decisions – they make them for whatever reason. That was a little baffling at the end of the football game. I mean, you paid the guy a quarter of a billion dollars to uh, to win games, and you don't give him a chance to do it. I was a little bit surprised about that. Uh, but let hey, let, let's give Geno Smith some credit, okay? You, I mean, he those were big shoes to fill in Seattle, and boy, he he stepped up to the plate. I thought the team played hard around him, and you know, I, I thought Denver was a little overwhelmed by everything that was going on in Seattle. I mean that those listen I've been there I have broadcast games from there I've I've seen what it's like and and it is not a fun place to play if you're a visiting football team and <laughs> Russell found out Russell found out what the other side felt like last night and how difficult it was uh sometimes to communicate the things you want to do but I I'm you know I'm curious I know what the Buffalo Bills look like I know what the Kansas City Chiefs look like I, I got a pretty good idea what Tampa looks like but I got no clue what Denver looks like, and I don't know how many people really do. Yeah, and as you as we've discussed, that I mean, not it's not like that's an easy division where you can shake off a, a rocky start. I mean, you, I know the Raiders lost, but I thought they looked good. The Chargers beat them. The Chiefs just blew the doors off of um, Arizona. H- have you recalibrated at all your your view of the AFC West after I, again, Joe, a, a very small sample size, but but a sample size nonetheless. Well, I, I think, you know, I, I think you probably look at the AFC West and you're probably going to go uh, Kansas City, San Diego, uh, Kansas City, uh, L.A. Uh, Raiders, and then Denver. I mean, that would, be, that would be the order I think you could look at it now. But as you and I both know, Bill, wait till the end and wait till we talk on Monday <laughs> and let's see what it looks like on Monday as the cards get shuffled. And, you know, the big thing is if you can keep your people healthy, you know, ones are ones in this league for a reason. Because they're better than the twos. And if you lose ones and you have to play somebody with twos, you're just not going to be as athletically apt at being able to perform the way you want to. So, uh, you know, that's the big, big health is going to be a big thing. But I still, I still look, it's a heck of a division. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, we don't even talk about Dak breaking his thumb in Dallas. What's that? What's going to happen down there? Yeah. Um, I mean, let's, let's so, do it. I mean, let's, let's get into that. Cause it, we thought maybe six to eight weeks. Jerry Jones is saying maybe he can play in four. How do you, after one week in Dak's injury, how do you rethink or recalibrate your views on that division? I, you know, we, you and I have talked about this 
quite a bit. Is you can't you can't win unless you have a quarterback. Now we saw Geno step up to the plate. You know, can the young guy down in Dallas step up? He's got some. You know, it's, it's not a rookie. Got some experience, but they're probably going to have to go get somebody. And if they operated on his thumb, if he came back and played in four weeks, that would be considered a mild miracle. Actually, it would be a full miracle, to be honest with you. Um, I just I can't see it. I, I'm, it's not only do not only do you lose time, but his his arm's going to get tired because he can't use it to throw the ball. His conditioning, he can do anything he wants, but it's different than playing games. And we saw that. We saw teams become different football teams in the second half over the weekend, just from a conditioning standpoint. And they've got another week to sort of get themselves ready to play football. You know, I, I think maybe Dak, maybe Dak is back being Dak in 10 weeks, maybe. Uh, I still think that's a, a little bit of a stretch because you're still going to have to hold on to the football. You're still going to have to grip the football. And then what happens when you get into the temperatures? You play the Giants. You know, you, you, you're going to play in Philadelphia. You're going to play where it's really cold. You know, that affects your grip as well. It affects the strength of your, your, uh, your grip. So there are a lot of factors, I think, when it comes to, you know, how healthy Dak can be. And it's darn unfortunate. You know, from, from the, the leg break to, to now, you know, and then he had the, the shoulder problems, then he had the calf issues, now he's got a thumb issue. It's just he, he sort of just can't get out of the way of bad luck. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, I don't think we've talked a lot on the show about about the Jags' loss to the Commanders, but I'm really interested in both those teams and specifically both of those quarterbacks. Let's um let's start with with, with Carson Wentz. What did you see, and based on what you saw, what what do you think we can expect going forward? Well, you know, it's it's interesting, Bill, because Carson Wentz threw 27 touchdowns, only seven interceptions last year. It was the last couple of games that really you know cost him his job in Indianapolis. And I don't think Frank really wanted to get rid of him, but that obviously wasn't Frank's choice. Um, I, I thought he bounced back. I thought he, he managed the game well. I, I go sideways a little bit with people sometimes when they say, oh, well, you know, this individual is just a game manager. We're all game managers. Tom Brady is a game manager. Peyton Manning was a, a, a game manager. You know, Russell Wilson didn't get a chance really to manage a lot. Uh, Geno Smith did a good job of managing the game. So, you know, we're all managers when it comes to the position. And I thought Carson did made good decisions with the ball in his hands. Some of them got away, but they do. Uh, I think he was late with one throw, but that happens as well. But then he bounced back. And, and that's real, that really, to me, was an exciting thing to see that, you know, people I'm sure wanted to bury him after those interceptions. And he came back and threw two touchdown passes, and our young guy stepped up, Jahan Dotson, really showed why he was our number one pick. Terry McLaurin's the same way. Uh, Curtis Samuel, why they made the deal for him. Antonio Gibson was going to be a backup, but after Brian had the, the shoot, got shot, you know, Antonio stepped up and, and did a heck of a job capitalizing on the opportunity. Lots of good things happened around Carson as well. Uh, Joe, on the other side of the equation is a quarterback who, in Trevor Lawrence, where there was massive expectations, and obviously things did not work out with Urban Meyer, to say the least. This is his reset year. Uh, I did not see a lot of this football game. I'm really curious what you saw from Trevor Lawrence and what your confidence level is that he can reclaim. What I think most people expected was his, his eventual place among one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I think the only thing that he needs to do is gain experience. At the end of the game, with about a minute and change to go, he just heaves the ball up in the air. Well, 
you're not giving your team a chance to do anything. It was like third down. You have a couple more downs to be able to do stuff, and, and so or second down. And, and so, you know, the thought process will get better and better with Doug. Doug Peterson is the perfect guy to help Trevor Lawrence become whatever he has a chance to become in this league. They're a fast football team on offense. I think defensively, they've got some real, real star power. Uh, Jacksonville is going to mess up some people's schedules. Uh, don't, don't discount the Jacksonville Jaguars in any football game. And Trevor's going to continue to grow with the coaching that he gets. And now it's a question of sitting down and looking at film and saying, these are the things that I need to do better, and these are the things I need to continue to work on. And as he grows, I think you'll see this football team grow uh, and get better and better. But in the early stages right now, I think so much of what we want to focus on is what defenses are able to do. Washington's defense stepped up. Their number ones played well, those defensive linemen. They made a big difference in this football game for them. I think Jacksonville is, is a place where they've lost some people on the defensive side of the ball, but yet they've got some really good people to work with. So, I, you know, I, I, I was curious like you were to watch Trevor play. And, you know, he's as advertised. From a skill standpoint, he's got it all. Now it's just a question of gaining knowledge. And Carson was making, made good decisions with the ball in his hand, which really was a problem for him at not a lot of times, but all you need is one big mistake, and people never stop talking about it. Yeah, especially if you're Carson Wentz. I mean, that, that, you're, you're right. Joe, our, it's our friend uh, Joe Theismann, who Joe literally one of my favorite people to talk to. Every time you come on, the show's better. My day's a bit brighter, and I'm just so I'm so <laughs> excited for you on a football life. And I didn't know that. I didn't know you got to go back. To, I mean, that's we all come oh, from God. somewhere, and to go home like that, dude. I can't wait to see it on on Friday at nine o'clock on NFL Network. That's that's amazing. I, and, and to be able to go home and go back in the house that I grew up in. I mean, it yeah. was just, man, the, 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 the football games we used to play. Now there's a garage uh, on the <laughs> lot. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, we're not, I'm talking about a lot. I'm talking about a lot that's maybe 50 by 100, maybe not even 100 feet, uh, just a little small area. But we had one of the rare uh, empty spaces, I guess you could say, in the neighborhood. And, you know, neighbors came across the street to say hello. I mean, uh, it was so great to go home to South River. I mean, so many wonderful memories, so many wonderful friends and people there. That is, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, my friend, thank you for being on. Congratulations, and, and we'll all be watching on Friday at, at 9 Eastern on NFL Network. Joe Theismann of Football Life. Can't wait to see it. Bill, thanks so much. Look forward to catching up with you again. Thank you, Joe. You too. Joe Theismann on the, on the program. I cannot, I, I mean, it's a great show. It's a great program. Don't get me wrong. Like the names, obviously, they do on on that are awesome. Diesel, I just, I genuinely, he's gone, right? So I can say that I genuinely really like the. He's just a really nice dude, man, and he knows the game obviously inside out. Just a nice guy. I mean, when you're nice to me, that's how you know you're a nice guy. Nobody's nice to me. I um, I'm nice to you. I um, sometimes. I uh, I love the fact he went home. So, do you want to hear a I'm dumb story? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. So, I went to Gregory Middle School in Naperville, Illinois. Naperville, Illinois is a far western suburb of Chicago, Illinois, but it's it's halfway to Dubuque, Iowa. I was in Dubuque, Iowa. I went to Naperville with my parents. Then we went back to Dubuque. Okay, so I was at Gregory Middle School, and it was in this area. That was like a suburb, but it had a bunch of fields around there, right? It wasn't fully developed. It was a, it was a big suburb, but it's Jerry Harrison Jr. from Naperville, Gregory Middle School. And uh, I was an intern at the Chicago Tribune in like 2000. It was a long time ago, a newspaper intern. 
And one day, I hello to Chicago Tribune. I never told you this. I pretended that I had an assignment. I took one of their cars and I just drove out to Naperville because I wanted to see my old middle school. I walk in. I I'm driving around. Right. This is before they have. You know, this is, I'm old, right? This is before you have the map. You can get up on your map. I have to find it. I find it. I'm like, oh, there. It, and it looks a little shinier than I remember, but, but you know, there it is. And I walk in, and the and the, the office is on the right, and the lunch area is right in front of me, and I walk through the hall. It's exactly as I remember it. And I, you know, and I, but it just feels off a little bit. And I go up to some people, like, oh, I used to go to school here. Is, you know, Mr. Johnson here. Like, what are you talking about? Is this guy here? Like, no, you know, who? I go through, like, nine teachers. I'm like, what is happening? No one knows who I'm talking about. And I think I'm trying to get gaslit. It turns out that they had built the exact same school design five blocks away from my school (laughs) and named it, you know, Johnson Middle School. But I was in there for an hour. I finally went to a yearbook. You were in the the wrong building. I was in the wrong building. I was five blocks. I was, you know, I was like a mile away. I was probably like a mile. And they'd filled in... You know, everything was developed, so I didn't look the same. I went to the library and pulled out, like, my yearbook, and I wasn't in it. And I thought, am I a computer program? What's happening? It really is a simulation. I'm a moron. Anyway, it is a cool and emotional thing to go home, and I, I'm happy for That's cool for Joe that he got to go back to his to his house, his original house. Joe Theismann, A Football Life, on Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Cannot cannot wait to see it. Let's uh, Speaking of can't wait, and I don't have to on this one. Right, NFL Network's Joe Theismann of Football Life is several. I have to wait. I don't have to wait for buy or sell. It is coming up. Headlines from around sports, a take on each one, and that special ma- magic, that sports talk pixie dusk, only D-Cell can sprinkle on a segment next year on CBS Sports Radio. All right, get ready for week two with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City to win. I'm probably going to bet Kansas City. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code RIDER to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code RIDER. My last name, R-E-I-T-E-R, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in a state where lawful to wager. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in New York. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY, that's 467369. Bonus issued as free bets. One token issued opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wage restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Uh, Bogish, Diesel, hello, gents. You guys want to hear, I know nobody cares, but I'm going to tell you. You can pretend or not pretend. Are you excited to hear the most ridiculous fantasy football win of all time for me? Yeah, you are. Yay. Competing against Russell Wilson. I'm the only guy who was happy they didn't go for it because I won my match 104.26 to 104.1 and faded a single Russell Wilson yard of any kind (laughs) for the victory. And I'm in this stupid league against every single guy in the league other than me or Brinson. Brinson's in it. Runs Roto World or all these fantasy experts. And they're very smug, Andrew. Very smug. And better at it than I am. By far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew's as riveted as you are, dear listener. Let's well, you're reminding it. me of how <laughs> I didn't even look at my fantasy final score because I get alerts when my players do things that are good on Sunday, and I didn't get many of those alerts, so I knew I lost, just didn't want to know the exact damage. So now I know that I lost by 40 points, 4-0, because Ooh. you had to mention your win. I have it all the time. I um, My fantasy baseball league, which Adam Klug has won two years in a row since he joined. I'm so over Love it. Love I know you do. I've got James Ward, our former colleague in the first round, who's a super nice guy. I mean, one of the nicest people I've ever met. But he's not kind when it comes to the Yankees, and he's not nice when it comes to fantasy sports. So I got him, and if I win, I got Klug. So let's root for me. <laughs> That's a tough nope. group to pick from, but you know I'm going to default to Klug because he's one of my best friends on the planet. So Yeah, no, you've made that publicly clear. Let's mm-hmm. get into buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I've got one because I made a comment off the air when I saw Bogish, and Tisa made a face like I was being mean. I, How many times do you think that's happened in the year plus we've worked together? You I made said, a comment off air, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if you should say that, Bill. I think that's pretty mean. I don't. Okay. I'm going to ask... Do you have a question about it? And I'm going to ask Bogus a question about it. I said, oh, Bogus has got his rock in the youth path to look today. Buy or sell, that's an accurate statement. T-cell. Buy. Bogus, buy or sell, that's a compliment. It's a compliment. I, the youth pastor? Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I've never really heard that before. I'm not sure how to take it. It doesn't youth. sound flattering. I've never it, it, heard it before, but I know is. exactly what you're talking about. Youth pastors are like, I'm the cool guy at church, and I got the cool shirt, but it's had to be collared. So, like, it's, it's like you're cool. It looks good. Like they dress definitely not a compliment, <laughs> yes, right? It is, but no, it is. I, but I also 
wore basically the same thing yesterday, jeans and a polo shirt. I just changed the color of the polo shirt. But it's a sharp, I like the baby blue, or maybe it's black. It we've is. Established, we've established <laughs> that I'm colorblind. I meant it as a con- I really and, and Diesel, oh, don't say that on the air. Yes, because when you say things in break, I have to let you know, like, Bill, I don't think people are going to perceive it the way that you do. Oh, that is fun. All right. I uh, think it looks sharp. Thank you, then. I, 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 don't I, I think routinely wear the same T-shirt as the day before. I'm not judging anybody. All right, I'm going to jump to the judging, Cowboys isn't he, here. Diesel? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, Andrew. All right, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> owner Jerry Jones was a guest of our affiliate 105.3 The Fan in Dallas this morning, and he had an update on Dak Prescott. I think what we're going to do here is we won't be putting him on IR, uh, which means that uh, we want him to be uh, a consideration uh, for playing within the next four games. We will not put him on IR. Uh, consequently, uh, the people that are ready to play quarterback for us are the ones that played all preseason, Cooper Rush and Greer. Uh, we don't have any uh, uh, potential uh, uh, trade pending or in the mill. Buy or sell the Cowboys should rush back Dak Prescott. Sell. I mean, sell. From a from a thumb injury, you can't grip the the ball. I love it. I, you know what? Am I allowed to say that? I know I'm not supposed to. I just love Cowboys dysfunction. Is there a more arrogant organization who doesn't deserve the arrogance than the Cowboys? I got a lot of colleagues like this over the years. Not, not the youth. Yeah, Disa, you can wait. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love it. I, I, this is the reason why. They're never going to win the NFC East, the <laughs> NFC, a Super Bowl. I hope Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones for forever. The thing that's craziest about what you just said, and it's so accurate, is the Cowboys act as if they should win any division they're in. They're in the NFC East. It's, it, is a, it is a barren wasteland of football competency and talent. Other than, I guess, the Eagles, right? Some years? Who are you worried about? How can you not? The Patriots have taken advantage of that. The Packers have taken advantage of that. Right. Having a soft division and riding that to real success. Cowboys are, no offense, Cowboys fans, but you're a joke. So are my Bears, but I don't walk around pretending that they're the Patriots of the 20 years they had Tom Brady. All right, while the Steelers were feeling good about their 23-20 overtime win over the Bengals on Sunday, it came with a cost. Reigning Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt, left the game what was feared to be a torn pec muscle. However, Watt's initial evaluation revealed that it may not be a full tear and he may not need season-ending surgery after all. If that is the case, Watt could be back this year. He will get a second and a third opinion on his pec. Buy or sell the Steelers need to be cautious in how they handle T.J. Watt's injury. Buy, but I think they will be. Buy. Unlike the Cowboys, they're an organization that is well-run and, and makes football decisions based on an actual plan. Um, bogus buy or sell that I can use the term what the peck as it relates to this story. Yeah, buy. Buy. Are you going to use it now or no? 
I just want to have it in reserve. What oh. the heck are you talking about? Okay. Ooh. It may come up for this I next question. walked into that one. Remember last week when we discussed the Jets Zinger. head coach, Robert Sala? I don't. Getting testy with the media over Zach Wilson's knee injury? Oh, I now do. I, I actually do. listen well, to the yeah. <laughs> Sala was again saying this yesterday to the media. We're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and, and say that we ain't going to do anything. I'm taking receipts. And I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of y'all when it's all said and done. By yourself, feuding with the media will end well for Robert Sala. What is, is there something in the water when you become a coach of one of these floundering, long-term floundering New York City teams? Now, sell, that's a good idea. Sell. And he doesn't even sound confident or sort of composed. I'm taking receipts. What is going on, Bogey? I mean, the sentence implies that we're being wrong or unfair <laughs> to them in what we're saying, hence keeping receipts so you can rub it in our face in a couple of weeks. That's not happening. Nobody is wrong in their critique of a useless team right now. I, I like Joe Flacco cannot play quarterback another snap for them while Zach Wilson's out, and they just have to... Think about winning a game. Maybe not even win one. Just give me some competition. They basically were never in this game at home on opening day. You don't get to then show up and puff your chest and act the tough guy. Get your team, you know what, together, and then get back to us. Once He's your drowning, starting man, quarterback goes, once your starting quarterback goes down, though, ninety percent of the coaches in the NFL are gonna be in a bad spot. I don't even blame him for that. Whether it's Mike White, Joe Flacco, it doesn't matter. The Jets are gonna stink. It all comes back to how it was a clown show, how you handled Zach Wilson's injury. It was a 48-hour span. You said he might play week one. Then it turned into, yeah, we're not going to see him till week four. Don't ask me any questions about it. I'm done talking about it. You can't do that when you're an NFL head coach. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, look, it's all, to me, it's though, it's, and I was going to say that the Jets need to go hire someone who's an adult. But it's got to be the culture, right, is is taking really possibly viable head coaching candidates and turning them into embarrassment. I mean, it's, I'm embarrassed for the guy. It's such an amateur move. It sounds so small. It sounds like someone who is the Jets head coach. Why? you you got to just go about your business, as you guys said, and not after week one without your quarterback start pointing fingers at the media because they did they have the audacity not to praise your Jets team as the second coming right. of the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me a break, man. It sounds like a guy who already is out of actual ideas to make his team better. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Over his skis, an expression I love. Hey, Bogus, buy or sell, you know or can guess the origin of the expression cheese ball, as in, as in Russell Wilson's a cheese ball. Sell. Oh. Sell. I was getting excited there. I thought you were going to ask him if he knew over his skis. If he knew that I know. Yeah, well, I, you know. I thought I knew that one, too. I'm not good at skiing, so I definitely know what that means. Oh, I know, it too. I've, I've fallen down enough. I've been over my skis often enough to, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I still am put out you didn't that you think the youth passer thing is a put down. Like I, I don't I just it was I didn't know what it meant, period. Well just like in that moment it felt like a well creepy youth pastor. Like a, I no, I hear negative maybe. connotations. Will well groomed, like a nice collared shirt, 
but like kind of hip, right? right? And it, I am it, holding a Bible, so I understand the confusion. Bridging, I mean, you're a holy man in, in the building. Amen. Bridging that gap between sort of the appropriate professionalism of the of the church, but the coolness of the young kids. I mean, all right. In, now that we've kind of talked about it a little bit, I would have been the cool pastor had I chose to be a pastor. I would agree with that. I think I would be good in yeah. that role. But like my shirt's not even tucked in. I'm not wearing. Well, I can't. I'm not I'm wearing slacks. I feel like a youth pastor would have slacks on. Well, I'm only seeing you on Skype chest up, and so I'm only seeing the shirt, and I'm envisioning you in like cool jeans, like you know, like. Okay, so I'm not in a band, but I could be kind of look. All right, so dot dot dot. Thank you for thinking that. Dare I say you're dressed like someone who needs the help of a youth pastor? <laughs> I am. I am not a stylish. I'm not a stylish. I'm not a stylish. Is everything person. okay at home? Do you need no. to? You want to talk? <laughs> there are there are mornings where I look down and we're all on Skype and I think I wonder if they're going to realize that that I'm wearing the same shirt as yesterday because I obviously <laughs> forgot when I put it back on. Because I do, to my my defense, I do grope in the dark to get dressed. Like I'm groping in the dark. And I will lay my shirt. I'll lay my clothes out so I just know where they are because it's so early. It's four in the morning. But sometimes Lori will like take a shirt that maybe I wore and drape it in a similar place. And it's yeah. Anyway, I'm I have slow. I have no idea where to go from there. So I'm just gonna get to some baseball here. Mike okay. Trout returned from his back injury about a month ago, and all signs point to him being fully healthy. Last night, Trout homered in his seventh straight game, one shy of a Major League Baseball record. Now, despite missing a number of games because of said back injury, Trout is tied for fourth in baseball with 35 homers. Buy or sell, Mike Trout is still the best hitter in the game. I mean, we can we just sell all of us, or at least me? We wrote him off. Like, oh, maybe the end is nigh. I, I wrote him off for his career. I said he was never going to get to 3,000 hits. All right, let's sell that. Let's sell you, your sell. general. I'm in there, too. I'm, what was your question? Buy or sell, he's the best hitter in baseball? Got it. What do you think, Bogey? Can I go there? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, buy it. I think I, I'll buy it. Buy. Other than pool holes, right? Currently, that that was no. Wow, come on, was... let's not get carried away here, guys. Okay, that he's having a, a remarkable dig. August, a, a remarkable summer. Six hundred ninety-seven home runs. But he's not better than Aaron. He's not even the best player on his team. Come on, slow it down. Sorry, I that got a good shot. Away. That was a good shot. No, it shot at me I, because I didn't think he should have been an all-star. I'm wrong. We should definitely do sympathy things all the time. All right, let's keep it in baseball here. Last night, the <laughs> L.A. Dodgers became the first team to clinch a playoff berth with their win over the Diamondbacks. Now, L.A. had thought they clinched on Sunday after beating the San Diego Padres. But Major League Baseball said yesterday that they failed to account for a potential scenario in which the Padres overtake the Dodgers in the NL West and the Dodgers finish with the three-way tie at 96 and 66 with the Brewers and Cardinals. Milwaukee in that scenario would win the NL Central while St. Louis would win the wildcard tiebreaker over the Dodgers. Buy or sell MLB's mistake is a big deal. Um, Carry the one, plus two. Bogus buyer, so you were able to follow that. What? Yeah. See, it pays to not listen sometimes, Bill. What'd you say? Exactly. Exactly. It does feel good to be snarky. 
Uh, I'm going to sell the question. Sell. You don't think it's a big deal? I mean, it's embarrassing, but... It was just delaying the inevitable. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like game one sixty two. Like yeah, they're in. Like wait, actually, there's a tiebreaker. They're I'm not gonna, in just yet. I'm gonna agree to disagree. I'm gonna buy it's a big only for this. I, I buy. I'm with Andrew. It obviously is not significant in what happens, and, but it. I think it showcases a, a general level, a lack of professionalism and competence. I mean, at that level of running a professional sports league. Even dotting the I's and crossing the T's should probably be something you're capable of doing. It's, it's odd to me, though, that no one seemed to notice, though, until yesterday morning. Well, I think it's because the Dodgers really didn't celebrate. They really didn't care. No, no, but like there are websites that track these things, that like track magic numbers and clinching scenarios that are, that are doing this outside of Major League Baseball, whether it's, you know, they're... I'm the, sure the one of them you know, it, Fangrass, right? baseball, like... And none of them was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, guys. Because people knew if they won Sunday going into the game, they'd clinch. So there was a lot of hours for somebody to go, uh, that's not what my side says. And no one did until the first person I saw was Alana Rizzo, friend of the show, yesterday morning, go, um, apparently there's a way the Dodgers actually didn't clinch yesterday. Exactly where I saw it as well. Buyers tell you, like, I think the mistake matters, but buyers tell you care when the Dodgers clinch because I'll sell that. I don't care at all. I don't care one bit. I don't care. They, I knew they were going to clinch. Yeah, I don't care when they clinch a playoff spot. If they clinch the West tonight and it's September 13th, I'll right, be impressed if they clinch their division on September 13th. That's fair. All right, let's finish up with some soccer here. There's plenty of Champions League action today, including Barcelona taking on Bayern Munich at 3 p.m. Eastern. Sell. Buy or sell Barcelona you. is good enough to win today. I'm going to... All right, so a little background. They haven't beaten Byron since 2015. They've lost that by a total score of, I believe, 17-4 to four over the last four matches. That's not good. To... Not good. Yeah, Robert Lewandowski is now a Barca player going back to Byron. Byron really used to beat him. Byron has not played well, though, in Bundesliga. And, and Barca has played pretty well in La Liga, as you know. Diesel. I'll buy that they're good enough. I don't know if they will. Buy. I'm not sure if they're going to. But I think they can. How about you, Bogus? Not very confident there. You're a um, much less emotional sort of buyer sell Barcelona can draw this match today. Oh, I'll buy that, but I'll sell D-Sell's question. Oh, really? Why? Sell. Well, I mean, you're the resident Barcelona expert, and you're wavering, shaky, less than confident breakdown spooked me. So sell it. Oh, I thought you were selling my question like I it too. wasn't a good question. Why did you sell the question? No, selling your original premise. I heard the same thing, and yeah, in retrospect, that's that's I get more that tone ref- a lot from you. It's that's a tone. Go, that's why I go on the yeah. defensive. On the no, transcript, you it would be totally mean, youth pastor. She's like, oh, I thought, guys, you've got to listen to my words, like the apostles listened to Jesus's words. <gasps> I said. I sell D sells question. His only question was oh. buy or sell is Barcelona good enough to win this game? The, all the preamble, those are sentences. They're not questions. They're paragraphs. It's long. There's a lot of them, but they're just sentences. They're not questions. I don't know how we get here every day during buy or sell. We go down this rabbit hole and I never know. I always know it's going to happen. 
I just don't know how. I mean, I've never played a youth pastor before. What do you mean? <laughs> you play it well. <laughs> <laughs> I looked Thank up you, at one son. point in this <laughs> segment on Skype, and um, Bogus was downing a Starbucks. His head <laughs> was tilted straight back. It was, and, and I'm now wondering what's in there. Other than caffeine. It's just caffeine because doing the Lord's work is tiresome, and I all, and everyone needs a little bit of a pep. <laughs> so is this show right now. <laughs> it happens. All right. By the way, I went, to, I went to only yeah. Catholic school, so I'm allowed to make all of these jokes. Me too. Yeah, well so I, yeah. qualified. Catholic school kid too. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, although I'm just going to let you make them. I'm not going to go there with you, which is a rare, rare rule reversal <laughs> here on uh, – here on the show, I have a I have a live programming update question for Diesel. I'm going to let him make some critical decisions about the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from uh, Pastor <laughs> Sports Sports Pastor Andrew Bogus. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Chargers linebacker Khalil Mack made his presence felt on Sunday against his former team, sacking Derek Carr three times and finishing with five tackles. Mac last played for the Raiders back in 2017 before they sent him to the Bears. The defensive play of the week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Man, we haven't even gotten that much into I mean, we just It's a two-hour show. Chargers-Raiders, such a good game and such an interesting game. And that Chargers defense, I think D-Cell is going to be really, really good. There Everything was, about the chart. There was Sorry, nothing every- from that game where you point to and you're like, that's the Achilles heel for that team. That's what the Chargers don't do well. That's what's going to hurt the Raiders. This, those were two good football teams. The only thing that makes me very nervous about the Chargers is their past. And even though that's not a reasonable data point on today, it still lingers. There's just a history of that team underperforming again and again and again. Uh, let me ask you a, a program question tom how many you look nervous very it's not a nervous kind of question how many okay so the rings of power is this new lord of the Rings show that's out cobra kai's new season dropped on friday i have no idea how long these seasons are i'm assuming eight to twelve episodes each i've seen two of cobra kai and i've seen two of the, the rings of power how many episodes of a season do I need to watch to do our compacted world shortest review on the show? I'd say five. Five. Okay. I, th- I think that's a big enough sample size. Not the complete season. Because I did once recommend Riverdale when I did the show in the evenings and then a bunch of listeners started watching it and I would go <laughs> on. I would do all uh, these radio tours with, with other radio hosts. 
and radio hosts who listen to the show, be like, oh, like on the air, be like, man, I'm up. I'm f- can you believe that the the stalker was revealed in Riverdale? And I like hadn't watched another episode. So I felt it was very awkward. And I told one guy that, and he was just like, "You're the one who said we should watch." I watched it. You didn't. You didn't take that journey with me. I was like, "Man, I, I'm really sorry." You didn't follow through. I didn't. I let you. I let you down. So I just wanted to like how many. Maybe I won't do a full throated endorsement like I did last time, and certainly not of Riverdale in retrospect. <laughs> but uh, okay, okay. And have you seen any movies lately? Because I want you to be able to have your 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 pop culture voice in the show. I have seen a movie recently. Do you want me to save it? Do you want me to just tell you the name of the movie? Tell me the movie. Don't tell me what you thought of it. It's called Losers. I've never even even from the sixties, uh, early two thousands. You watched a movie from the early 2000s. I did. And you want a movie review that? Why not? Why don't you watch something modern? This is modern enough. There's a bunch of stuff out right now. A lot of famous people in it. I'm not going to give it away. A lot of famous people. You know what? Beggars can't be choosers. Maybe on Friday or maybe Thursday because Friday we have Bum of the Week. Maybe we'll make some time and Disa, you can review a film from 2003. Called Losers. Before some of our listeners were born. I'm, oh, the name's, the name is ironic. All right. All right. Um, I'm not freaking out about Russell Wilson. I don't think that game is a telling anything of the Denver Broncos. And we talked about all the anomalies, the statistical silliness of that outcome. Not going to freak out. Not going to do it, Diesel. And neither is Pastor Bogus. Should we nickname him Pastor Bogus? Let's let's just let's chew on it. Thank you to Joe Theisman. Thank you to Pastor Bogus. Want to try it out? Thank you to Tom Celestino, and thank you for listening. My name is Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. We'll see you here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 